0: before we begin the episode check out planktalks.com this is where the plank with joe and a few other projects are actually in the works if you want to listen to any of our episodes in the audio format please connect on any of the fine music services that are out there you can check out more over at planktalks.com how's it going everyone
1: Hey. how are you nick i'm good man how you doing
0: well i'm doing this uh we're doing this uh, at the moment uh live streaming and we're uh, live we are live
1: awesome
0: we are very live hey and facebook the thing about it is uh we are on uh in november now mm. and last uh three weeks it happened uh, again. It happened again, <laughs> but this time, it was on me. Because mm. we. Re- I, I actually did a recording with Nick.
1: Wait, hold up. Was it on me last time? No. <laughs> okay, no. but you said, well, this time it was on me. Yeah, this time it was Insinu- on me. Insinuating that last time it was on me. For the record, I did nothing of the sort. That's, it's always on me. let to be clear. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh,
0: the last two... Recordings. Uh, One was before um, Halloween, and the other one was uh, no. Actually, the first one was mid mid October, yeah. And the second one was last week. Uh, First one, I two weeks. It was yeah, two weeks. It was two weeks ago. Wow, time Mm -hmm. flies. Uh, Coincidentally, it was a Halloween themed episode, and uh, the footage got possessed. That's Mm -hmm. the easiest way I could put it. Last week's episode... Yeah, digital ghosts. Um, They did not like what we were talking about. Mm -mm. (laughs) Last week's episode, I actually... uh, We did it close to two hours from what I saw before uh, I walked away from it that evening. And next day when I went back to this file, you know, it's over a gig. And um, I can't open it. So we'll cover what we... Discussed on the episode today, briefly, you know, because there were some interesting topics, and hopefully, it all comes together um, once we finish this this
1: fun, fun episode. So, uh, should we just we need to start with the disclaimer? Y- sure,
0: uh, d- d- disclaimer. <clears throat>
1: Ladies and gentlemen of Facebook and other kin and anybody else, whatever you identify with, I don't judge. Uh, We're going to be talking about politics in this first segment, so if you are um, queasy about other people's opinions, maybe this isn't the conversation with you, or for you, rather. Um, You can come back and check in with us in maybe about 15 or 20 minutes, and we'll be talking about something else. But for right now, we're going to get into the politics, because we just... Um, obviously had an election and so you know these things are topical and they affect the country, so we're gonna talk about it.
0: On that note. Nick, may I ask you a question? Yeah. Did you survive that wave? <laughs> that wave was. Tremendous.
1: Yeah, but I put a I put a, a a dinghy on the roof of my house, so that way when it came, I just sat in the little rowboat and was floating away amongst the debris and masses of Republican tears.
0: Ah, all mm-hmm. right. Uh, for those that were able to participate and uh, allowed themselves to participate, we had an election uh, here in the United States. And uh, needless to say, uh, pretty sure the consensus is that um, whoever you voted for is who you voted for. And I'm pretty sure it's clear that the, the status quo of opinions uh, is pretty constant. I like to dub this the, well, for those that are uh, biased uh in the liberal aspect i i guess you could I, I hope i say it correctly uh i dubbed this the we haven't learned our lesson election
1: Hmm. Uh, how so what makes you think that
0: well uh two years ago we had a nation, national election mm. that was very uh unique Very unique because there were a lot of opinions and expressions from uh, every ilk of being um, in America that pretty much made them who they are and made all of us realize uh, I'm an individual, you're an individual, but we have a clear, different path of mindset. And there is nothing wrong with that. Uh, that, That's just
1: the reality. There shouldn't be anything wrong with that, but right, you
0: know. In case someone is saying I'm I'm being I'm picking on 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 others, I'm not. <laughs> uh, however, now we're in uh, the midterm. Well, now we're post midterm elections, mm-hmm. and this uh, I'm pretty sure was marketed and uh, pushed as uh, uh, on one side an opportunity to take back some stuff. On the other side um just keep your hold your ground and uh keep on keeping on
1: yeah and a question for you and maybe it's just a product of us getting older and paying more attention to politics in general but i got this feeling and maybe it's the phenomenon of having trump as a president but i keep getting this feeling that the elections are becoming more and more of this like grandiose thing i mean they were yeah. i mean it was it was in the news cycle months ago and they've been talking about it and driving at home you know months ago which you know i can understand you want to make sure that the people are aware that there's an election coming so that they can get out and vote um that makes sense to me but it seems i don't know maybe it's just purely the fact that we have trump as a president and people are trying to push for um changing that or you know um and like taking back the house or whatever. But I just, I feel like there's a big ramp up kind of a desperate scramble almost for, for people to, you know, for, well, for our government to push us out to vote. Of
0: course. Um, And I don't, what I'm suspecting is that. I mean, okay. It, It, for the sake of making my point, I, I, I believe that it's, it's propaganda mm. because it's opportunity for, uh, for corporations and advertisers to make money flow. Yeah. I mean, that is one thing that I will say that, uh, I guess certain, uh, economists will point out is we are in a, a period of, of, of positive, uh, outlooks, economic-wise. Uh, yeah. There is concern, though, because, it, you know, it's a wave. It, it's yeah. a wavelength.
1: Um, the market is also very fragile, but I think, you know, um, shit, I almost, I think I lost what I was going to say. Fuck, that was going to be important, too. Oh, crap. No, it's okay. What were you saying before? Well,
0: so my, the, <laughs> uh, uh, one point I want to make is um, if you, uh, things are good things are good economically oh, yeah. at the moment uh, however it it it's it's a wavelength so there is going to be highs and there's going to be lows problem is it is a roller that, coaster it is a roller coaster mm-hmm. uh, we have what two maybe three now uh, companies here in the US that are worth three uh, uh, worth 1 trillion dollars
1: yeah so who which which companies uh apple, apple is in china you can you can't claim you're a us company if you have all of your accounts overseas sorry pay your damn taxes and then maybe we can talk <laughs> i'm sorry that just pisses me off man those offshore accounts man i know every rich person does it and blah 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 you know but we don't we don't we do not get angry enough about that type of shit and i think that you know like the for as 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 enraged people were about trump and his taxes we need to sustain that energy and i'm not saying it was misplaced but i'm saying you need to sustain that energy and also start looking at those corporations that are holding billions and billions of dollars offshore i mean yeah there's just no way around it and so i think you know What we were going to touch on a little bit is just the the militant ideology that that politics has taken on a little bit, and I, I, you know, I'm I'm sure that it's been to a certain level like this forever. Um, You know, there's always two sides, and they're always warring with each other. But I feel like there's been a sort of like a Militant attitude about politics nowadays. That's really kind of tacky. I think it's so t- it's just it's It's gross like I, I don't know I don't know when people thought they they when when people thought it was acceptable or when it started to happen where people could, would ask other people who they're voting for I mean back in the day that used to be like a private matter It's like you don't talk about religion or politics at the dinner table because you never know who you're going to offend. Like I don't know when we lost that that sort of respect for each other's personal sovereignty, but you know I've had multiple people contact me and ask me if I'm voting and whom I'm voting for and making sure I'm voting for the right person. And I, I, I back the hell off, man. You don't. You don't get to. You don't get to know who I vote for. I'm not gonna tell you because it's my own damn business. That's why they have curtains on the polls, so it's private. It's a private thing. Let's not to say I voted for Trump, uh, but you know, it's like even if I had, I wouldn't tell you because it's none of your damn business. And I think people need to start realizing that. There are certain conversations that unless you just want to make enemies and argue with people that we don't need to have every day and you don't need to populate your social media with it every day. It's just there's more to life than that. And, um, you know, I just I get I get a little bit incensed when when people think that they have a a right to tell anybody who they should vote for.
0: Yeah, but I mean, there's a bit. I mean, okay, so that's a. That's good that's a, a a a good point. It just sucks that we're in an age where it's kind of becoming difficult to think for yourself. Uh, is that something that I uh, can point out
1: fairly? I mean, yeah, I, I certainly you're, you're not speaking for me when you say that, but you know, I can I can I can definitely understand the sentiment when most people get their information from, you know, mainstream media. Not to say that there aren't good journalists out there who try to excavate the truth in weird situations and have contributed so many great things to our society because they're ha- they 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 have but we are now in this new phenomenon maybe it's not new maybe it's just now apparent but we you can tell the biases of these these media outlets and they're they don't hide them anymore they don't mm-hmm. hide their biases they are they are open about it You know, whether it's on the right or it's on the left, everybody's very open about it. And sometimes that's okay. But then you have the ones who are playing ignorant to the fact that they have biases, you know, who will be blatant about their biases. And then when confronted about it, will say, oh, no, well, we're just reporting, you know, and I think that that's that's really dangerous because, you know, because when you when you're relying on those organizations to give you the information about what's going on in the country then you would be it would be very easy to believe that the sky is falling and that republicans want to you know, get rid of gay people and democrats want to take away your guns like it's it's very easy to fall into that and it's because people have gotten very used to not questioning journalism and i don't know I don't know how that came about. I mean, I have conspiracy theories about that, but I'm not going to get into that. Um, well, this but is good, I think I think there's a big you know,
0: difference uh, coming about now. Like journalism at its core is not what it used to be.
1: No, I, I definitely don't think so.
0: And it now it becomes one of those like, are you going to are you going to fall for it or are you going to be proactive on? wanting to know the full story or mm. know all the facts i mean the internet is is beneficial to us in that i my you know i can go out and do the research myself and make attempts mm-hmm. to try to find um you know sites or blogs that uh, are authentic um yeah uh, clearly the one main thing I, I wouldn't recommend is doing a Google search because the problem with Google <laughs> is that it, 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 it's sponsored. Like people pay to mm. get up that, you know, up, up the link ch- chain on Optimized. the pages. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I would use, you know, other other search engines. Uh, Wolfram, Wolfram, uh, Wolfram, uh, DuckDuckGo. Sorry. DuckDuckGo Duck, is, Duck, a, is go. a good one. Yeah. Um, Well, and
1: also, I think, you know, just independent journalists as as a whole, um, you know, I think that that's that's really where the future is of our information getting is independent journalism back. I mean, we're basically reverting back to the, you know, older times where you had journalists that didn't necessarily work for a newspaper, but they broke stories. You know what I mean? And so I think we're going back to that grassroots sort of um, journalism. It's not to say that there aren't some people who are, you know, painting the world within their own lens, but it's really, really hard to be objective about information. And I think that there are certain people in the independent um, sphere who don't have to placate to a corporation or to shareholders or to expectations to hold a narrative, um, who can deliver information in a, in a more objective way because they have less to lose they they don't have any incentive to lie you know unless they're incredibly biased which some people can be but for the most part people who are taking up independent journalism as a passion they don't have a real reason to lie about what they're reporting unless they want to become famous but um you know i i think that there's an i think it's just important to to understand that there is a there is a play to use politics to kind of pit us against each other. And, um, you know, I, I don't, I don't know. I just, it makes me feel gross, you know? Like, I just, like, for, for so much of the vitriol that, you know, people talk about how, you know, conservatives are intolerant and they, you know, hate gay people or whatever the hell the, the statement is. Like, I, there is a, there is a faction of people who are liberal who are behaving in the way intolerant, bigoted, evangelical Christians behaved. Or still behave, maybe some of them still do. But the idea is that there are people on the left who have decided that their way is the only way. And any variation of their perfect plan for life and society is automatically a fascist. And... It's a really, really dangerous and really kind of like it's at the antithesis of liberalism, to be honest, because you a liberal person is supposed to allow people to believe whatever they wish to believe and not try to not try to, you know, sick the mob on them when they don't believe something exactly in line with what they believe themselves. And so I think we have to really be careful because we've gotten to this point where the people who were anti-war and you know anti uh, you know anti corporatization and occupy wall street people are now kind of the same people that are upset that trump made peace with north korea that trump isn't trying to ha- go into a war with with russia that you know like and so it's just and, and, and the same media that that was trying to push this anti war agenda is also applauding trump when he drops the Mo- the moab mother of all bombs calling it the the first presidential thing he's ever done, he did, like when he dropped the biggest bomb that's ever been dropped in the world. That was the only time I ever saw the media clapping for Trump. And it was really bizarre to me because I just, that used to be the party of anti-war, no, you know, live and let live, you know, and it still is, but there's a faction of it that has decided to swing so far left, they have become they've become far right. It's just that their their views don't align with conservative views. It's 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 really bizarre. It's the horseshoe effect of this politi- political landscape right now is it's it's not going to be productive for anybody because you know you have people on the left who act that way and then call you racist or say you have white privilege or you know x y and z throw the book at you and that creates a moderate and doing that to a moderate person creates an extreme person over time and so it's like this self-fulfilled prophecy of people calling everybody a nazi a bigot a homophobe a blah, blah 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 well if you do that to a moderate person over time enough you're gonna make that person hate you so much that they might go for the side that you're calling them and I don't think that that's productive for our society. I think it's better to understand that people can have complex thoughts. You can hold two opposing thoughts in your mind. You know what I mean? And I, I don't understand why people have to be so cut and dry about their ideas. It's, it, it's not the way the world works. We should hold, you should be able to entertain a contradictory thought. I'm sorry, whatever your uh, your opinions are about a certain political topic. You should be able to have the mental capacity to put yourself in the shoes of your opponent so that even if it doesn't make you sympathize with them, it can strengthen your argument because you can understand where they will be coming from. Emotional There's no push. Intelligence There's 101 that that's. That, yeah. But the, like, it's just not happening anymore. And it, it's, it's bizarre, it's, it's become zealotry it's it's become this religious religious fanaticism and i think it goes down to a deeper psychological issue of that humans need to rapidly believe in something and so when we moved away from being a religious country and i'm not saying that we should be a religious country i do i think that church and state need to be separate from each other but okay. when we pushed from that culture outwards and kind of like expanded our minds about religion and non-religion there's a void there's a vacuum it creates a vacuum that needs to be filled and so you see a lot of these people treating their political ideas as as stringently and rigorously as an evangelical person or a fanatic a religious fanatic and it's this deep-rooted need for human beings to be rabidly right about something and it's it's incredibly it's incredibly bizarre
0: yeah, it's, it, I think one of the other things too, that, uh, obviously, uh, now is a takeaway, you know, from clearly from the awesome elections that we had and this, this huge wave, is <laughs> the, the fact that like, it, it's, it, as you brought up, like the momentum needs to continue. If you're a person mm. that really, truly believes that things are not right and mm. they should be going this way. Okay. Well, you just got, uh, A little bit of a of a nudge, a little bit of pushback. Now you have two more years of of uh, pushing your agenda,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: um. But I don't. I just don't think the 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 devotion or dedication is is there, um. For people that don't that don't agree with how things have have turned out or have Mm -hmm. you know uh, come to be, yeah. Um, So. That's one of the things I want to, I want to, you know, I think we, we both want to stress is that, you know, be an individual, but it don't, don't half ass it, you know, don't try to,
1: you know, uh, well, it's just be an individual, full stop. It, right. People are complex. You know what I mean? You're allowed to, you're allowed to have conflicting ideas about things, and that's okay. You know, you shouldn't be. The problem is, is that when we shame people for their ideas, then we 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 push them underground and into the dark and that person becomes alienated so they seek out people who think what they think and sometimes that becomes really dangerous i mean we saw in pittsburgh the whole synagogue shooting was because some dude kept circling around in his echo chamber of people who thought the same things that he did and it's probably because he didn't get enough civil discourse. You know, I mean, there's obviously a lot of issues. Mental illness is a huge issue, but you know, like this idea of being able to enter yourself into an echo chamber and then never hear a differing opinion. And then when you do hear a differing opinion, freak the hell out over at somebody and, and attack their character as a person, it's, it's just, it, it doesn't matter. It happens on both sides and it's, it's a proclivity that we need to really start addressing and looking at and stopping. And, you know, we we don't hear this from the media. The media isn't telling us we need to be civil with each other. We need to have a dialogue. We need to be open. We need to understand our neighbors. We need to understand the appointing, opposing viewpoint. It's It's this, they're wrong. We're right. We're on the right side of history. They're the they're the enemy. Blah blah. Like it doesn't work that way. We still have to live together as a country. Well, and when you see somebody different that. than you, yeah, uh, as an enemy, it's not productive.
0: Right. Well, no, yeah. To to add to that, like the the the, the, the constant uh, drive of fear.
1: Mm-hmm. Like yeah,
0: that's the other problem. That oh, it's that, a huge motivator. Right. And yeah. that that's something that I know that uh you know. It, it, I, enlightenment is coming. I, I have mm-hmm. a, a strong belief that that enlightenment is coming, and that people are, re- are going to realize that what they're being fed is, is you know, bullshit. You know,
1: <laughs> you're an optimist. I could see it going the other way.
0: The, well, I could see it going the other <laughs> way too. Yeah, and yeah, I could see. I can I see this country
1: <laughs> <into> a dystopian <laughs> healthscape in which you know. In which uh, we don't question anything and you know we just kind of like just go along with whatever the hell anybody wants us to do but i mean i like your optimistic viewpoint i think that's a better one to hope for at least you know? oh no i mean that that's
0: one possibility i mean it's 50 50 like it can go yeah. one way or the other way it just depends on how we want to uh, uh paint the canvas you know it's mm. it's either you want to you want to f- you want to feed into What's being thrown out there, or you want to be the one that makes a difference and actually, you know, points the the true, obvious facts out there. Mm-hmm. You just have to yeah. have a a voice.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it also starts on the it's it starts on the small scale too. I mean, we really we really have to understand that, like, you know, for as much as we want to vote for presidents and senators and Congress people and that's all well and good, but we need to start voting for mayors. We need to start voting for city city council. We need to start voting for smaller laws because those are the ones that are going to affect us immediately. True. And um, you know, I think that that's those are the those are the more important ones. The big ones come every few years, that's fine, but you know, I think you know, being more active in your community, and you don't, I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be voting, it can be volunteer work, it can be um yeah anything it could be working in a community it could be taking classes at a park or community classes you know like just engaging with the people that you live around is also a really great antidote to this sterile otherness that the internet and social media has kind of given us it's you know it's easy and i think i had this conversation not conversation i had this Facebook thing yesterday where you know a friend of mine was expressing her views and I won't mention her name but she was expressing her views on on Facebook and you know they're not necessarily the most um mainstream views but they certainly weren't radical or any you know no 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 bigotry no you know anything but you know the person that responded to her in the first comment was talking about how she can only think this way because of her skin color because she has white privilege And I just, I I couldn't help myself. I've done really, really well about staying out of those conversations because I can, when I hear the buzzwords, I know that I'm talking to a a zealot. I'm talking to a religious fanatic who believes their position and is not going to say otherwise or think otherwise. But I, I mean, like I had to get into that at some, at that point because it was just like, this person's my friend. She's not being nasty in her post. She's not, you know, like, shaming anybody she's not you know playing partisan politics she's just she's just posting a post that has to do with maybe bigger global issues and you know, the first response she gets is something about her skin color is just fucking gross to me, man. I like, yeah. I just can't, I can't stand that type of like, Oh, Oh, well you're this type of person. Oh, you must think this way. And you must be that way. And I can put you in a little box and never have to worry about your individuality anymore because I see what you are. And now I know who you are. Well, you know who the said that, who said that not, but 50 years ago were racist white people, in america they said that 50 years ago and i'm not saying that you know it was a good thing at all it wasn't and on the quite the contrary i'm saying two wrongs don't make a right you don't get to tell somebody because of their immutable characteristics that you know who they are you know what they've been through you know their position on everything and they're invalid because of those those immutable characteristics it's absolutely asinine and it's disgusting and i had to call it out yesterday and it was the first time i've ever done that because I've been good about holding my my tongue about it. I just kind of scroll on by, but I've just, I've had it. I can't, it's, it's so lazy. It's, it's, it's pseudo intellectual sophistry that just doesn't make any sense. They're just a a jumble of buzzwords that you got from freshman, you know, sociology class. Like it's, it's just, it's anyways, but you know, needless to say, like there's just, there's this like sort of, there's sort of this, like, you know, battleground of thoughts and we all have to be the victor and it's just, it's disgusting.
0: Uh, well, I, yeah, like that's uh, clearly uh, another, the other side to my optimism is it's just a harsh reality that it could also go that path. Yeah. And it, it I think having a conversation, uh, well, see, this is where social media doesn't play well. Like it, it allows us to, to talk to the world,
1: mm-hmm. but it doesn't allow us to talk to each other.
0: Exactly. And yeah. uh, I mean, with the exception of clearly this dialogue that we're having over a uh, right, online but... video conference on a streamed show podcast. You know, with the exception yeah. of that, <laughs> I I do believe that more more personal interactions amongst each other is 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 key is important. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I you know what trips me out? I remember a time when uh, you could sit down in the living room couch, watch anything on television, anything. It could be a game, it could be a movie. Uh, there were no phones in your hand. You yeah. literally you sat down, you watched the TV. There's times where people sat down next to a fireplace. You sat down and you sat next (laughs) to the fireplace. uh,
1: Interfacing with humans. And that's what I I said to this person who was was shaming my friend for some arbitrary characteristic. I I asked the person, I was like, do you say this to people face-to-face or do only behind a computer screen? Because that's really important. Because if you're going to be talking the rough shit on the internet i really hope that you're ready to say that to somebody's face so that you can reap the repercussions of that you know what i mean like yeah. you don't you don't get to treat people poorly and just expect that everything is going to be okay because it's not and so you know people have courage online but they don't have courage in real life you know
0: it's uh yeah few few and uh well
1: and and goes back to the idea of personal connection is like there are a lot of people on the left who were disappointed by the election results. And I can understand that. Maybe they were hoping they would take the Senate too. I don't know. Um, But, you know, they got the House by quite a narrow margin, but they still got it. Um, But there were a lot of people I was noticing that were just like, you know, um, I can't believe this. I don't understand. I don't understand how this can happen. I don't get it. And in my head, I'm like, have you ever been outside of Los Angeles or wherever your coastal city town is? I mean, honestly, it baffles me because I we were we were talking about this two days ago. California would be a red state if it wasn't for San Francisco and Los Angeles. I'm telling you, it would be. You've you you you're in this you're in the Central Valley right now.
0: I am. I mean, it is. Uh, p- Funny, I mean, it's that's a, it's a, a red, scary. that's red country, right? Oh, yes, it is. I, I mean, you know? speaking of, of, of media bias, it, 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 my, can I tell you how um, how unique it was for me to to sit and watch the local news here? Mm. And um, when Gavin Newsom, the uh, governor elect, um, yeah. won, uh, mm-hmm. they gave him a, a seven second window of like <laughs> yeah. of what he was saying in his speech, and they cut right out because they went to. Uh, 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 John it, Cox's concession speech. No, no. Uh, is it Gavin? Gavin Nunes? Gavin Nunes? A, a co- Congressman? Who? Oh, um,
1: David Nunes, I think. Oh, I uh, don't know.
0: Some, uh, some, some person, some person <laughs> that yeah. definitely has a stronghold in the Central Valley. And uh, mm-hmm. the, the the uh what what I do appreciate is that there were a lot of people out and about celebrating uh, victories for their local districts and local mm-hmm. cities in in the central valley as i saw in the news but yeah um so for that i can't i can't knock on them for that um do i agree it's debatable um but but mm. but needless to say it's i it surprises me that people in la think that the world is not different
1: they think the world, they think the whole country is liberal Los Angeles. And look, I'm a liberal per, liberal person. That's why I live in the Los Angeles area. I mean, like, I don't, you know, like, I'm I'm comfortable wherever I am because I can find commonality that isn't politics with people. So it doesn't ever really have to come to politics when I'm talking to people. But, you know, like, I... I enjoy, you know, the 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 diversity of Los Angeles. But, you know, you have to understand, it's just a, one city in the whole country, you know? Yep. I, I, I don't get it. And this is the same problem. And I think that, you know, you said, oh, we didn't learn our lesson. That's exactly right. Well, the lesson from the 2016 election was not that, people who are are in conservative or Republican states or dumb hicks with low IQs and whatever. It's that there is a contingency of people who aren't liberal. And you have to live with that. And what's weird to me is I think that, and maybe it's on the same way on the conservative side, maybe conservatives feel the same way about liberals, but there's a, I've definitely seen a lot of people, people I know very personally, who have said, I wish conservatives just didn't exist. It's like, okay, well, now we're three steps away from genocide because right. that's the first that's the first mentality. That's probably the first thing Hitler thought about the Jews. I mean, I'm not trying to make this stupid, you know, false false equivalency, but I'm just saying that ideology and that idea of like, oh, I just wish a whole, bun, a, whole a whole a whole populace of people just didn't exist anymore. Well, let's okay. Why? Because you disagree with their stances on a few issues that are very complex. I mean, that's not a reason to want people to just disappear. You know, it's just not. And I think, you know, there's probably people on the the right that think that same thing about liberals. And I just think it's terrible on either side. It's just we got to stop with this thinking that the other side is stupid. It's it doesn't work. You're both just posturing and 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 digging your your you know burying your head deeper into the sand.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, it's the truth. <laughs> it's I mean Sorry,
1: man. I just I got worked up about it and you know, I, I I try not to talk too much about politics, especially on the internet because it's just it's such a contentious discussion but i think it was important to say those things just because of what i've been seeing on social media and most of the time i don't pay attention to that stuff but i just think it's it's enough now we need to stop we really just need to cut it out and you know allow people to vote for who they want to vote for
0: yeah it, it's plain and simple uh yeah but it's, yeah so so now um uh, for those that have this moment of, of, of Zen, um, it's not even a matter of regrouping. It's just understanding that the world is very diverse and very mm-hmm. different in, in thoughts.
1: Yeah. And... Well, it's funny that the group of people that want to push diversity as far as ethnicity are desiring a, a fastidious homogeneity of ideas. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like how how can you how can you say that diversity is important in the, in one breath and then in the same breath say that well everybody needs to agree with me. So diversity of thought isn't important. It's just immutable characteristics are important. So I mean, is that really truly diversity then? Because isn't being a di- somebody from a diverse background have experience built into that? Don't they have thoughts and ideas about how the world should work built into that? Do they all align neatly? No. I mean, so I think we really need to understand that, like, differences in thought are the most important thing, because we need people to be constantly thinking about the issues of the world, because somebody is going to find the answer. You know what I mean? Yeah, and if you just say, "Oh, well, the answer is this," and no, no more thinking about it anymore, then we never reach the next level in society. You've basically said we plateaued. This is the answer to everything, and don't ever think that there is another answer. It doesn't work like that. Well, I. Uh... I'm glad I gave my trigger warning at the beginning. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Well, I'm pretty sure this is a a topic that, uh, well, actually, you know, either want to be a part of or you're just tired of listening to, even though I'm pretty sure we're the first two that actually talk about uh, this version of of, of what happened. Yeah, Well, I I
1: think it's important to say that, like, I, I don't, I respect anybody who has an opinion about politics, regardless of what that opinion is, because I don't see life through their lens. And so I have to understand that I might have an idea about something that is not at all what somebody else experiences. And we just need to respect that about everybody. You don't get to choose who you get to treat that way. You should just treat everybody that way, that they all have something to offer. and. We need to treat each other with respect. Oh, respect and dignity. <laughs> oh. Respect and dignity, damn it. Respect and dignity. Yep, it's yeah. stuck on us. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
0: guys. Well, we're gonna take a really quick break, but when we come back,
1: we're gonna try to finish this off the way we we always try to. We'll have a palate cleanser. Yeah. I have to stench of politics in our in our noses. <laughs> and now, another quick dive with Nick. All right, kids. Deep breath. We're going to be diving deep today. Um, in the same vein of the episode that we're on, I want to briefly talk about political um, stuff. So... It used to be back in the day that politics was a topic of taboo discussion. We have changed that. That's fine. That's well and good. We can have discussions about politics till the cows come home, and that's all good as long as we're respectful of each other and we allow people to believe what they want to believe, even if they're wrong. What I cannot stand are people who decide to shame people who vote for third party members. I'm sorry, you do not get to tell somebody else who to vote for. You don't get to shame somebody for who they vote for. Some people in this country feel like the two-party system is a bit archaic, and that there could be another party in place that maybe holds a synthesis of both values. And by by you shaming those people and telling them that they threw away their votes or that they're stupid cowards who can't stand on one position or another is the antithesis, it's anathema to the idea of this country. So what, it's okay to vote, it's your right to vote as long as you vote for the right person. Is that what we're saying here, people? No, I'm sorry. Look, the only reason, the only way a third party can ever exist and ever actually become a legitimate thing is if people vote for it. And if they don't vote for it, it won't exist. So instead of maybe shaming people for voting for their beliefs and their opinions and their 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 country-given right to choose who they vote for, maybe you should just worry about yourself and stop focusing on other people's vote. Because shaming somebody because they didn't vote for your team is the most ludicrous thing I've ever heard of. That's all I got to say.
0: This was another quick dive with Nick. I don't have anything to say this week. But I'll come up with something next time. That's sank.
1: Alright, shake off the gross politic vibes. <sighs> <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> oh man okay I, I've been enjoying this episode <laughs> yeah <laughs> um it, uh, okay so as I pointed out in the beginning um we actually recorded two uh, previous episodes in the last three weeks um and because of me and only me, and it's always been only me <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, we I was not able to get them up um, for whatever excuse I can come up with. However, what we covered on the episodes were, um, a couple of projects that are going on, um, in LA actually, and considering especially the, the results of this this election day where the, uh, the gas tax was not uh, eliminated,
1: which, um, I guess. God damn it, Jose! I, I, I shook off the politics. Did, hold, did, on. Man, hold on, hold on, hold on,
0: hold <laughs> on, Let me let me let me just say that yeah. now that it's it's done and it's staying, this is theoretically a a pool of money that can mm. be used for highway projects and transit projects that. Are beneficial, but will it though? No, it won't. It won't. But will it though? No, it won't. It won't. No, we
1: know that. We know it won't. It won't. And I'm going to talk about one more thing and (laughs) say I I knew we were going to get into this. Sorry. Now my I made my I made my my microphone fall. Hold on. Okay, I'm back. Sorry. Okay. All right. It's weird. Um,
0: before before I before you uh. Go go for it. Um, <laughs> let me just say I will bring up uh, privatization sometimes is beneficial. I will continue on. Your go.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. And we'll get back to that. But I want to talk about prop six for a second. Just one second. Because prop six didn't pass, and that's fine. People didn't vote for, it, they voted no for it. That's all well and good. But I want to tell some I want to tell some people because I don't know if people really understood what that tax was for and it was to repeal the california gas tax that just that that was implemented what a year or two ago was it two years i think ago. it was two years ago yeah so it, it was
0: i assume so that,
1: yeah prop 6 was a measure to repeal that gas tax which a lot of people were suffering from because of we already pay like the second second highest gas tax in the nation maybe third um and we have the worst roads and all of us and xy and z They packaged the, because I listened to a lot of talk radio in the morning, so I hear these political commercials. And there was a huge push for the No on Prop 6 crowd, the people who didn't want the taxes to be repealed and given back to the people. So there was this huge crowd from, you know, obviously from government and, and private entities to vote for No on Prop 6 because this is how they packaged it. They not once mentioned that this was a gas tax repeal. They not once said that this was because they wanted to repeal the gas tax. They packaged it as vote no on Prop 6 because it cuts funding to first responders who are trying to save people's lives on the roads. What the hell does that have to do with gas? Nothing. You know what it has to do with gas is they initially... Created this gas tax to pay for the roads, which still haven't been built yet. Had the gas tax for two years, maybe one year. Still haven't still haven't repaired roads. Roads are fucking terrible everywhere in Los Angeles. They still haven't repealed. They just haven't done anything with that. But people heard over the radio. Voting no on Prop 6 will help first responders save people's lives because... 1700 people die on the road every year. I I mean I don't understand how that's legal. I think that if you're going to have a political ad, it can't be and there can't be any spin. There needs to be this and you know what maybe I'm wrong. You know what? That's they did not spin it. They reinterpreted the measure to paint it as something that it isn't. Now, they didn't technically lie. Some of that money will go to helping build better roads so first responders can save people. But it wasn't the entire truth. And I think it's just such a gross thing to do. So,
0: I uh, I want to add more to that, but
1: Go for it. <laughs> okay. Fuck it. We're doing politics the whole episode. Yeah, sorry, guys. yeah, yeah.
0: Well, we'll, well no, I, I'll re... No, well, the, the other thing I want to talk about... As I know. You do, it, right. It'll segue to that, actually. Yeah. It'll pivot. It'll pivot. All right, all right. Pivot. Uh, okay, so... It, as I was... As I pointed out in the beginning it, as well, like, propaganda. Like, it's... it's People are falling for... Uh, uh, nonsense. Like, they they because as the internet i know it's trained out,
1: us to just look at headlines
0: yes exactly um but it's trained us to also listen to b- b- very rational uh <laughs> uh
1: statements anybody who presents themselves as an authority figure basically right mm-hmm.
0: um those radio commercials you were listening to i i, I saw the tv version of those commercials mm-hmm. and you know, on the bottom it says "sponsored by," and it's a coalition. It's a group. It wasn't even yeah. any yeah. law enforcement agency. No,
1: no, no. Oh, I saw that one with the guy that is yeah. like a retired police officer, but he's yeah. wearing like a generic non-police officer's uniform. He doesn't even have a badge on. Exactly. It's just like, <laughs> I mean, it's just so blatantly and like, in neurolinguistic programming is a thing, people, and you need to look it up because. It is so embedded in our TV system, it's genius the way it works, and it's all subliminal. Please look up neuro-linguistic programming and subliminal messaging, because that I, I was talking to my wife about this, actually, because we were watching that very commercial, and I after the commercial, it was like three minutes long or whatever, after the commercial, I looked at her and I said, he wasn't even in a police officer's uniform. He's driving a Crown Victorian. <laughs> He's in a generic police officer's costume with no badge, no no banner, no nothing. And it's not even like the police union, it's a coalition of police officers. So they got three police officers that said, Yeah, we agree with this. And now it's a coalition. Three off <laughs> duty officers, you know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's my day off, you know. I yeah, can do this sure commercial it. for you guys. Yeah.
1: Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's just, it's so. what it's, they got offered. Like huh? I wonder
0: what, how much they got paid for the commercial. Probably pretty well.
1: I mean, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, so what? Every I mean, safe to say, every election is going to be, you know, the, one of the headlines, the most spent on a campaign election time
1: period mm-hmm.
0: year. Yeah, I, where well, because
1: it's because it's becoming it's becoming an industry now, and so they're realizing they can capitalize off of elections, and they. Pardon me. They already do in many ways, but I think that they're trying to get this push to be like, okay, well, elections can now be their own holidays. You know, we can get all of this election merch. We can get, you know, all of this big pomp and circumstance about it and, you know, let people take off of work to vote, which I'm totally for, by the way. But, you know, like, I think it's this treating of like it's a consumer holiday now, almost. You know,
0: it is. It, it I you know. I mean, might as well be because if you really think well. about it, the the amount of the amount of airtime in whatever medium, mm-hmm. uh, you might as well. Yeah, I mean, it, after Labor Day, bring in the bring in the the the, the national election holiday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Holiday. it just
1: be Fourth of July too. That's all it is. You know. Wait. <laughs> so if if Fourth of July is Independence
0: Day, what's What's the second uh, Tuesday or the first Tuesday of November?
1: Codependence Day. Codependence. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bazing. You can't set them up like that. I'll knock him down, Jose. <laughs> uh, oh. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That was a good one. <laughs> Thanks.
0: <laughs> uh, but, okay, on a tangent, um, has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Um, are you excited about the holiday music that apparently is now on the radio?
1: Yeah, so I read this like thing. It's, I guess, November 1st is the first day holiday music is played basically Holy around crap. the
0: country. Last year was November 6th, uh, November 10th. Yeah, The year before that was November 16th. Year. Yeah. yeah.
1: So They push it back a week every year.
0: All right, so every three years after Labor Day, bring yeah. that holiday music. Uh, and then on the fourth year, codependence.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Holiday, I mean, like, you know, America runs off of You know capitalism and consumerism, so I understand holidays are a big deal, and I I like Christmas. I think it's nice. I think it's nice to see family and spend time and stuff like that. So I'm, you know, it's it's all good. But holiday music has to be some of the most evil shit I've ever heard in my entire life. Like, (laughs) I mean, look, we both worked at a very prominent coffee shop that will shall remain remain nameless, but there was holiday music for about two months straight, and it was absolutely awful. If I have to hear Ella Fitzgerald sing some fucking Rudolph the Red News Reindeer ever again, I'm going to blow my brains out. But think of
0: it. But think of this. Oh, yeah. No, I agree strongly on on every holiday song that we (laughs) have to listen to. And I say holiday because I there's too many holidays for me to specifically point out because they're all equally important because that's another debate
1: for another day about it's very diplomatic of you. Yeah.
0: Well, I, I, but the funny thing is, I'm, I'm, I'm. It... If if I could say this, I am one of the rare people that ha- always said holiday. Like I've never said specifically Christmas. Like I, I yeah, just, neither did I. I, it, I, I
1: never yeah. even said Happy Holidays because I think that's corny as fuck. Anyway, so that's it's, true too. Just, I just say have a good day, and that's it. You <laughs> have know, a good day. like <laughs> like, says, like forget the holidays. Like
0: I just really hope you yeah. get through today.
1: <laughs> yeah, just just get through today, man. You worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow, that's all I gotta say. Uh, <laughs>
0: Um, Oh, I lost my thought.
1: What was I going to say? Um, <laughs> holiday music. Am I excited for the holiday music? No. Oh, no, no. Are you excited for the cups? That's what I was going to say. Oh, the cups already came out of where I am.
0: Oh, yeah. No, no. So it's yeah. it cracks me up that uh, we, we... More were... and more generic
1: doesn't really mean anything. No, but do you
0: remember the days where if we ran out of
1: cups and we had those just laying oh, there? Oh, yeah. No. It's for. Picking. Oh, you can't touch the cups. No, no, no. no. You can have cups. You can have five boxes of cups and be have no regular cups out, and they would not let you touch have those holidays. Every
0: customer cussed you the hell out by their yep. face expression, and you just had to take it.
1: Oh, and God forbid you uh, ran out of holiday cups and had to give a customer a regular white cup, too. Oh, Woo, no. boy. You're going to hear about that one. <laughs> could have just called it a snowman cup. Could have. Just draw some buttons on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good great it's... idea, actually.
0: <clears throat> uh, and because I, we just put it out there, watch some coffee shop next year come out with it. That would be hilarious, actually, if they'd literally kept the cup white and they called it the Snowman Cup.
1: Yeah. And they don't <clears> have <they throat> no anything
0: to it. Like, literally, it's just the regular cup.
1: Yeah, and take the logo off. Yeah, so uh, it's just, just a plain, even just more a plain with, wine
0: cup. Yeah, because you uh-huh. don't have to pay for the... Yeah, you don't have
1: to pay for anything. You just get the cups, and you don't have to put your logo on it. Just call it the snow cup. The snow Done. cup, yep. You don't even have to call it a holiday cup, because some people don't celebrate holidays. Just say, snow cup, that's it. And
0: let, let the imagination Perfect. run for the person who gets Coffee the snow cup.
1: Coffee shops, get at us. We can sell this idea to you. Very cheap. Copyright
0: 2018, Plank and
1: Plank Incorporated. November 8th.
0: 2018 <laughs> all rights reserved Creative commons <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> that's a ver- that's a verbal copyright right there so uh that's legally binding <laughs> yes yes it is
0: <laughs> uh-huh. um all right well i guess now i can finally you know segue into uh what we were covering last week um mm. so uh Apparently, the state the state has money for good projects, road projects, cool. Um, but sometimes going the private route might be the best way to do it. And Elon Musk and the Boring Company uh, recently uh, discussed, uh, and it, on two days, right, November 10th, they are going to introduce the two-mile tunnel that's running under SpaceX, mm-hmm.
1: where
0: speeds will reach up to one fifty five. Five miles per hour to get you from one end to the other and the way that it's going to work is that the car or the vehicle or the whatever the heck they're going to use gets pushed into an elevator elevator goes down to the tunnel and the tunnel shoots it to the other end and then goes back up in the elevator
1: i think this is his answer to um i think this is his answer to the whole hyperloop thing being way too focused on Okay, And so I think he got a lot of pressure about the Hyperloop when he first started talking about it. And then, you know, he did the tests on it and like was trying to get it to work. And it was kind of working, but the tech wasn't there just yet. And so I think, honestly, this whole boring company thing and like doing things in tunnels, because he mentioned something very interesting in one of his interviews. He was like, well, you know, like it in order to alleviate things like traffic, you need to work in three dimensional space. You can't just work on a two-dimensional plane. You have to be able to either build upwards or downwards. And so now he's using this boring tunnel, I think, as sort of a precursor because I could imagine the hyperloop being underground.
0: Yeah. And uh, How six, Well, okay, so how successful... See, the thing about this tunnel on Saturday is going to be... Because if you've seen the video... Mm. Um, some may say that uh, it doesn't look impressive. Yeah, it's a tunnel. It is a tunnel. But I, I, <laughs> how I'm not, impressive I, can a tunnel look? <laughs> I, well, I mean, I don't know. Um, there are definitely a couple of uh, uh, angles that I would be concerned about if I was going 155 miles an hour. Mm. Um, but if it's... I think it's designed the way it's supposed to function, right? Oh, well, um, I would
1: certainly hope so.
0: But this introduces, obviously, clearly, it introduces an opportunity for uh, uh, more infrastructure to be built and, and it, it be underground. Like I think it's a good thing. It's it's yeah. it's 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 a, it's a it's a definitely a move forward. Yeah, I um, think so too. Towards not moving slowly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know. I, I see positive out of this. I think Hyperloop will become something if this is successful. Because I hope it does. Because if that, if it's successful, and he can make that thirteen mile uh, loop um, mm-hmm. in downtown LA to Dodger Stadium, um, yeah. if he can make that a reality, I think time, time, and um,
1: time and patience. Time. <clears throat> time and patience and you really ultimately the problem problem only problems he's going to face is that he's going to take money from from people's pockets yeah and and bureaucrats pockets specifically i think you know? he's
0: gonna i think if he were to do a hyperloop to connect la to san francisco i honestly think he's gonna do a tunnel but he's gonna do it along the coast i i just think he's gonna easier. do it on, yeah because that's the easiest yeah. way to do it like you yeah. you don't have to go through any jurisdiction or bureaucracy yeah. Up and down mm-hmm. the state, um, yeah. I yeah. I mean, t- can you technically get into inter- international waters between here and Hawaii?
1: No, but the the international water line is pretty far out anyway. So mm, okay. I mean, it, it, he would have to be doing the. Lo- it would have to be like you know five or six miles. Oh, at ten? I don't know what the line is, but it would be miles and miles out in the ocean if he if he did it out there.
0: Hmm. Hypotheticals. That's all I'm saying.
1: Yeah. Well, it still fucking melts my brain that they can run like you know fiber optic cables, you know, down in the bottom of the ocean to Japan. By the way, I just don't understand that. It's so impressive to me. It's like, <laughs> what the, who went down there to put that together? James Cameron. James Cameron and his submarines <laughs> did. Yeah. Yeah. Robot. He's, <laughs> Robots, he's you know.
0: the. Um... Only per- he's the only person that's gone the deepest.
1: Yeah, the Marianas Trench. Yeah. So that's. Yeah, South, South Park did a pretty funny. Uh, oh. Episode about that. Yeah, need... Lowering the bar. Oh,
0: <laughs> dang it! <laughs> I need to watch that episode. I guess. <laughs> mm. But I. I don't know. Uh, private industry, I think, is um, is helpful because mm. it. Ultimately, means less spending um, from a go- uh, from a government uh, account that gets funded by taxpayers. Mm-hmm. And if there's no need for taxpayers to give up more in taxes, why would we not want that? Oh, well, I know why. Problem because really is, we need yeah. to make sure that we have the roads safe for our law enforcement.
1: No, we need to make sure that the our first the- responders the lifetime politicians that run our state make their fucking money. And that's what they care about. You know, the privatization of that whole thing could have been done a long time ago. It's just that it doesn't make the politicians money. It doesn't make the unions money. It doesn't, you know, like it's, so there's, there's an issue there. There's a deep rooted issue with, with with that sort of thing. We need somebody in our gov- in our in our state government that wants innovation. You know. I mean like they can even contract with that company. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't have to be completely privatized. They can have a contract with the company. It would still help people with jobs and stuff. That's, but it's
0: yeah, that sounds like I mean, something that um the current mayor uh, Eric Garcetti. I think wants to hmm. do with a lot of the projects in LA for in preparation for the Olympics. He wants to show, yeah. um, the
1: president that, well, that's going to be a disaster. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean,
1: well, uh, unless, unless he makes, yeah, well, not just the Olympics. It's, it's good. Lord. LA does not need the Olympics. What God. do you mean? It's going to be awesome. We will be there. Uh, are you kidding me? No, no, <laughs> Do you, man, do you know how hard it's going to get around the damn? C- it's going to be hard to get around the damn city during the Olympics. If it's oh my God.
0: if it's successful as the eighty-four Olympics and, Carmageddon, If it's successful as that, we will be fine. I don't think it Was will. Was not the
1: eighty-four Olympics? The uh, one when with the Iran hostage thing? I don't know. No, I don't think so. No, I don't. I'm, no, I'm getting my history wrong.
0: No, no, I don't think so. Um, I mean. It I was the first. It was the first time uh, 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 the conversation, the topic of a large metropolitan city with uh, no light rail or rail system, uh, <laughs> was going to be put to the test. So, mm-hmm. and they figured it out. They
1: shut. There down. were also a lot less people in Los Angeles in 1984, Jose. Don't be glib, Jose. Were they? Don't be glib. I don't believe okay. you. I'm gonna Tom cruise I'm Tom Cruising you right now. Jose, don't be glib. You're being glib right now. Wait a <laughs> oh. being glib is like being, you know, purposely ignorant. Oh. Yeah. It was it was a famous line Tom Cruise said to Matt Lauer at one point. <laughs> don't be glib, Matt. We're talking about pharmaceuticals. <laughs> oh. oh Tom Cruise. Uh, Tom yeah. Cruise,
0: you you are you are uh, an American figure.
1: Oh, he's an institution, man. Yep. Hey. Mm-hmm. A. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you know, like whatever the Olympics, what is that? 2024? Uh, 2028. 28. Okay. I'll be out of LA by then. So I'll be. <laughs> Don't care. No. <laughs>
0: we'll, well, okay, fine. But We'll make a trip down. Yes. Okay. We'll make a trip down.
1: We'll be living in the country on our own parcels of land by then, but yes. we'll make it down.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, any other topics that we wanted to do? Um, Dyson is making a car.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what That was one of the things we talked about yes. before. Yeah. So
0: uh, Dyson has acquired a, a big Plot of land in China to begin production of an electric car because.
1: Why Nick? Because they wanted to innovate the electric car. When I saw the electric car, I just thought it was so pedestrian. I couldn't imagine myself sitting in one. And then I thought one day I was as I was drinking my yerba mate tea. What if I could innovate the electric car? What if I could modernize the electric car? What if I could make you? think that you're not even an electric car at all that's my impression of the Dyson vacuum guy and then he just puts balls on the on the car instead of wheels that's all a Dyson <laughs> is Dyson is just a vacuum with a ball on it and not wheels wake up people
0: ah <laughs> <sighs> And finally, no, it's good. Oh. It's good.
1: Electric cars are important, and I'm glad there's another country trying for it. Although I do feel bad for China because their country is going to go to shit with all of the lithium mining and the uh, pollution that our uh, manufacturing is causing to that country. But they seem to be doing it willingly, so whatever. It's not my business. It, I see. I don't even know how their money system works. It, it is funny. But I should. I.
0: I. You know. I need to learn it because I mean, they. They. They created currency they created mm. the idea of i give you a, a yeah. note promising yeah. something if not yeah. you chop my debtors notes yeah yeah so i i don't like so much is going there and i just don't know how like where is it going obviously they the have a lot going. of
1: they have a lot of gold a lot of gold so that's where a lot of their wealth originated from
0: right but isn't aren't yeah. minerals and precious metals like dropping in value i saw that earlier yeah, today and it kind of confused well, gold
1: me. Stays, gold stays kind of solid it's it's honestly it never really dips below eleven hundred dollars anyway so you know
0: okay i, I
1: mean it's it's a, it's a standard that we've based our entire society off of as a world so
0: well money keeps flowing i guess there um oh yeah unfortunately some uh some businesses to the
1: detriment of the planet, and we really need to. Right. We should be holding well, and see this is the this is the tricky thing because look, we should be holding p- companies like Apple and um, such accountable for the um, pollution that they're doing to China, but iPhones are already a thousand dollars each. If they came back to America for manufacturing. Not many people are going to be buying the iPhone anymore. Well, actually, you know it. No, I am, am so them wrong them. about that. I am oh. so wrong about that. People will take out credit cards to buy the damn new iPhone. Yes. Never mind. Yes. Yeah, they'll spend the money anyways. If you're dumb enough to spend fifteen hundred dollars for a cell phone, bless you. Fine.
0: I mean, I, 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 I don't want to put money on this because um, I don't have it. <laughs> um, but I, I will. Um, a fifteen hundred dollar phone in a year.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Easy. But what the last iPhone was twelve.
0: Oh, okay. In that case, yeah. a two thousand phone, a two thousand dollar phone.
1: Two thousand phone. Yeah, I can definitely see that. Easy. When it's cracked- gonna be, it's gonna be dumb people th- that think that they're getting something different than somebody who just gets like a three or four hundred dollar phone.
0: Well, as we keep contemplating on how to spend money, apparently uh, businesses can't uh, seem to keep money. Um, for those that have grown up with the uh, concept of a brick and mortar business um this has definitely been a year that a lot of places have shut down um most recently uh lowe's is closing shop
1: and, no
0: that's where i go for all my stuff yeah well i mean they, they've been closing stores and uh are they won't close more.
1: my store if i give them enough business damn it
0: well they shut down <laughs> uh they they shut down osh uh osh went out of business um and, yeah. and, from what I hear, some of the employees at Osh's were given options to be transferred to some of the Lowe's stores. Well, Lowe's is also closing up. Sears has also filed um, yeah, for bankruptcy, bad. and
1: uh, I was surprised that Sears was still around. Honestly, I haven't seen a Sears in years. So. Ah, <laughs> that rhymes.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, reminds me of the yeah. days of going to Montgomery Ward. <laughs> that um, I remember those. Yep, yeah. we're old. Mm-hmm. Well, we're there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, in the last year, Toys R Us went out of business, uh, but I guess they're coming back rebranded as a giraffe store. Um, yeah.
1: Don't know well, see, I up. think, so I think, honestly, brick and mortar stores, yeah, most of them are going the way of the dinosaur, and that's okay. Certain ones are still going to be around, though. There's still still certain stores that are going to do okay. And I think more importantly, we're going to start seeing an emergence of small business stores coming in. They have to fill niche markets. They really do because if they don't, then they can get totally undercut by the big guys and you know they won't stick around for very long. What but there I, yeah. is, there is a market for the more intimate shopping experience. There is one. It's just you have to find what the person wants to buy.
0: I think because um, clearly um, a lot of grocery stores, uh, department stores, uh, hardware stores, uh, toy stores uh, have all gone away, but the the spaces are still there. Um, yeah. I can only see uh, these these buildings um, being redone as a um, a uh, uh, workplace building mm-hmm. so yeah because um, you know like
1: uh, workspace uh, rentals workspace rentals yeah, yeah like I can mm-hmm. d- I I
0: I think that's gonna be the next boom where instead of having office going into big metropolises with office buildings uh you'll have smaller towns that have a bunch of uh, these buildings mm. just be all cubicled off and I I, mm, I I have a feeling that's gonna be a good thing um not a great thing for people that are not trying to live in a area that's uh, uh kind of far from big metropolis cities beneficial for, beneficial for those who do um, but then you know the, why why bring more people into a town kind of kind of thing right
1: yeah but yeah. I don't know
0: how else these these properties will even be a property worth of value
1: I, I, <laughs> they're just they're gonna tear them down and make luxury condominiums Oh, that's what they're gonna do, man. I mean, come on. Yeah, all we have to do is go walking through our old neighborhood, and it doesn't look the same anymore. It's all true. It's all high-rise luxury apartment condos or apartment buildings, and it's amazing how you can put the word "luxury" in front of apartment and charge you know twenty six hundred dollars for a studio. It's really fucking genius because people will buy it because it says luxury on it. Yep, marketing. That's right. Uh,
0: Don't fall for the marketing, folks. Don't fall for the marketing. And don't fall for any nonsense. Speak your mind. Be aware of things.
1: Be a sovereign individual and be proud of it.
0: Well, I think we're uh, getting to that point where we're going to start wrapping things up. Uh, If you guys have any input, if you guys have any uh, stories you want to share, please send an email over at dive at plankdocs.com that's dive at plankdocs.com we'll be back well thanks a lot guys i am joe i'm nick Uh, as always please take the time to check out our home on the web PlankTalks.com where you can check out any of the projects that we have uh, been working on and other things that are uh available if you are uh, not watching this on video and listening to an audio please join all the uh music services that we have linked there and all we ask is for you to like, subscribe um be involved and let's make some uh let's make some stuff happen um
1: just be nice to, be each, nice other. to each other. Yeah. yeah. Just be oh, yeah.
0: nice. To each other. Well, folks, until next time. Remember to vote in two years. Just remember that, because
1: whatever you thought, I heard something. I heard something on the radio today. The election starts today. Okay. Yes. The campaign
0: so starts the right campaign now. Starts today. And it's up to you to decide whether you want to have a voice. Or or not, or not, yeah, or speak in other ways. I. I (laughs) All right, folks, thank you.